the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. We love you, we praise you, and thank you. We thank you for the word that you've given us so we can live our lives for you. We thank you for the appointed times so we know when to come in and visit with you, Lord. And so we ask, Father, that we would enjoy, especially this season, that we enjoy, Lord, coming to you each and every day and hearing your heart and obeying. So we bless you and thank you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. All right. Well, we are in the spring appointed times. Anybody excited out there? Anybody go to a Passover Seder this week? Uh, This month is going to be so busy for us. Uh, There will be opportunities for you to join in some very important events. I'm hoping you're going to do this. Um, I'm talking about two Sunday events coming up. Next Sunday, April 23rd, we'll be meeting at the Holocaust Museum at 4.30 for a march at 5 p.m. It's a march of remembrance. It's a prayer walk held annually and internationally in remembrance of the Holocaust and has become really a great place to um, observe this holiday. And so we are hoping that people in churches and uh, people in the Jewish community, everybody will come out for this. So that's Sunday, April 23rd. Uh, We want to leave at 5 p.m. We're going to walk from the Holocaust Museum in St. Pete down to the pier. So join with us. I love their website. It says, Taking the Lessons of the Holocaust to Break the Silence of Fear shame, and pain caused by prejudice and indifference. Well, you might not be prejudiced this morning, but are you indifferent? Uh Uh-oh. 
Will you join us? We're hoping to have a thousand people walking this year. It's about a 20 minute walk and then we'll have some speakers and then walk back and, and you will be saying never forget. The following weekend, April 30th, we'll be celebrating Israel's Independence Day and the 50th year that Jerusalem is in Israel's hands. We'll do that with wonderful music from Israel food from Israel, worship, dance, information, booths. It's going to be for the kids. It's going to be for families. It's Sunday, April the 30th from 3 to 7 in the afternoon. We'd love for churches to come and be involved in these events. So for more information, for flyers, getting the word out, uh, call Karen at 813-831-831. Five six seven three. This is a great opportunity for you to respond to the heart of Messiah. Also, I just mentioned for th- these times uh, that we have three offerings this month. Uh, Barney Kasdan's book, Rabbi um, from California, and he wrote a book called God's Appointed Times for a $25 offering that would be yours and also um, a 65-page uh, booklet called Counting the Omer, which actually started this past Tuesday. It's a 50-day devotional. And again, for a gift of $5 to the radio ministry, we'll send that out to you. And if you'd like a Passover Haggadah, we'll also send that out to you for a gift to the ministry of $5 or more. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. Now, uh, today is number five, day number five, that we are counting the Omer. So to give you that kind of experience a bit, let's do some of this. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech halom asher kidshanu b'mitzvotav v'tzivanu al sifarat ha'omer. Which means, blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has set us apart by your commandments and has commanded us to count the Omer. Yes, it is a commandment, by the way. In Leviticus 23, we read that. Then we would say, today is the fifth day of the first week, day number five, I have counted the Omer. The scripture for today in our booklet is comes from Psalm 122, 6 through 9. It says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they who love you be at peace. May there be shalom within your walls, quietness within your palaces. For the sake of my brothers and friends, I now say, Shalom be within you. For the sake of the house of Adonai, our God, I will seek your good. Are you seeking the good of Jerusalem and Israel? The thought for today is in Isaiah 62, 6, it says, On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set watchmen. All day and all night they will never hold their peace. You who remind Adonai, take no rest for yourselves. Now, did you get that appointment as a watchman for Israel with prayers day and night? If you did, the challenge on this day is to make your prayer list for Israel from the seven mountains of influence. 
Uh, we, number one, pray for the faith community, the Messianic Jewish community in Israel. Also pray for the Orthodox and all the religious Jews in Israel and the Christians in Israel and even the secular in Israel. Let's pray that they come to know the Lord. Secondly, pray for families. Pray, uh, come against adultery and abortion. Pray for family to stay intact with fathers as the spiritual heads in Israel. Amen. How about the government? Pray for uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and the Knesset and all the 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 people who in the cabinet, so to speak, who are uh, part of the government process. For Pray for their educational system there, the professors, the teachers. Pray for the media to uh, print unbiased truth. Uh, Pray for the arts and entertainment there and and that it would be family-friendly. And pray for the businesses to develop more inventions to better society. You know, there's so many things to pray for concerning Israel, and that's just the beginning. Certainly, it's safety. Certainly, um, that there would be no uh, terrorist attacks in Israel, and so on. So, become watchmen for Israel. Pray. Well, uh, last week, we didn't finish uh, really talking about the Spring Feast, so let's Uh, Start where we left off, we were looking at some of the uh, godly principles found in the Spring Feast, and the last one I wanted to talk about was God's faithfulness. So in Passover, which we're we're in this week right now of Passover, in Leviticus 23.5, it points to the Messiah as our Passover lamb, Right in First Corinthians five seven, we see that blood would be shed for our sins, and we see also in John nineteen fourteen that Yeshua was crucified on the day of preparation for the Passover at the same hour that the lambs were being slaughtered for the Passover meal that evening. How about that? Is that amazing? God is so faithful. The thread that goes from the beginning of his word to the end of the word is amazing. Or in Leviticus 23, 6, when it talks about unleavened bread, which points to the Messiah's sinless life, and as leaven is a picture of sin in the Bible. And so we see that Yeshua is that perfect sacrifice for our sins, And that's why there's no need for further sacrificing. Three, we see in Leviticus 23, uh, it talks about Yom HaBikurim, the first fruits. And it points to Messiah's resurrection as he was the first fruit of the righteous, right? Yeshua was resurrected on this very day, which is one of the reasons that Paul refers to him in 1 Corinthians 15.20 as the first fruits from the dead. And amazingly, 50 days later, after we're counting the Omer from Passover, we come to the Feast of Weeks, um, and, and that you might know as Pentecost. We find that in Leviticus twenty three sixteen, as I said, fifty days 
after the Feast of Unleavened Bread. It points to the receiving of the law. It points to the gifts of the Holy Spirit for both Jew and Gentile alike. And we see that on that day, 3,000 were saved. It points to the fact that Jews and Gentiles are to be one in Messiah. What a tremendous understanding of the faithfulness of God and and how he speaks to us through his word and through these spring holy days, these appointed times. But I wanted to talk a little bit about Passover, and uh, we'll have to do it over the next two weeks. Um, In Leviticus 23, 5 through 8, it tells us why you and I should celebrate Passover, right? During the first month, it says, on the 14th day of the month in the evening is the Lord's Passover. On the 15th day of the same month is the Feast of Matzot, or Matzah, to the Lord. For seven days you are to eat matzah. On the first day you are to have a holy convocation, and you should do no regular work. Instead, you are to present an offering made by fire to Adonai for seven days. On the seventh day is a holy convocation. convocation. (laughs) When you are to do no regular work. See, so God is saying on the first and seventh days of this this feast, these, these appointed times, you should not be working. And then it says, the feast was declared as a memorial to be kept forever. Where do we find this? In Exodus 12, 17, it says, So you are to observe the Feast of Matzot, for on this very same day I have brought your ranks out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, you are to observe this day throughout your generations as an eternal ordinance. How long is eternal? (laughs) Okay, well, if eternal is what you and I think it is, then we need to be celebrating these holidays. And you still have one more day left to celebrate Passover. What a blessing. (laughs) The Hebrew word Pesach means to pass over, to spring. And it refers to the fact that God passed over the houses houses of the Jews, preventing the slain of the firstborn. Now, the word Seder means order, and so it refers to the service we're celebrating. And the booklet we call a Haggadah, which means the telling. It describes the events of the story along with the traditions of how to celebrate Passover. So after the Exodus, most The most celebrated Passover Seder, obviously, was the one with Yeshua, with Jesus, and his Talmidim, his disciples. Their Seder, on the night prior to his crucifixion, included the lamb, Luke 22, 8, bitter herbs, Matthew 26, 23, the washing in John 13, 1, through 15 and matzah in Matthew 26 26 now i have to uh make a, a slight mention here and i don't want to give them more advertising but what can i do in christianity today this week uh, this month they had 
what I consider a terrible article, terrible, concerning that Jesus did not keep the Passover. It is not scholarly. It was written by two Jewish fellows who don't know Yeshua. Um, they, it, it, it just was a terrible uh, scholarly approach, I believe. And uh, I don't have time nor the inclination to go over all the scriptures, but I've just given you a number of scriptures that talk about Yeshua and the Passover. And we even see uh, certainly that it is mentioned again in 1 Corinthians. And, and look, Passover is an, a wonderful holy day, a wonderful appointed time. We're to keep it forever and uh, these two Jew- Jewish fellows felt that it was an affront for Christians to celebrate the Passover because they're not Jewish. And I would just like to say that um, this is really not biblically correct, and it shouldn't be culturally co- correct. And I believe that Christians should celebrate the Passover. any rate, taking a few thoughts from our Haggadah, we talk about the preparations in the home for Passover. And we there's the removal of leaven, and this comes from Exodus 12:15. In the home, preparations begin with the removal of all leaven foods, which are foods with yeast. Uh, this is called chametz. During the eight days of Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, only unleavened foods are to be eaten. Obviously, the most well-known one of these is called matzah. There are three reasons why only unleavened bread is eaten during Passover. Number one, God said in Exodus twelve fifteen, for seven days you are to eat matzah, but on the first day you must remove chametz, remember the leaven, from your houses, for whoever eats hummets from the day until the seventh day, that soul will be cut off from Israel. I think that's reason enough to keep Passover. Traditionally, the beginning of Passover has the head of the house searching for any crumbs or leaven in order to purge them from the home, just like we want to purge sin from our hearts. Secondly, in Deuteronomy 16.3, God calls it the bread of affliction, for you have come out from the land of Egypt in haste. Do this so that all the days of your life you will remember the day when you came out of the land of Egypt. And three, Scripture consistently uses leaven as a picture of pride, sin, and unbelief. Offerings made with flour that contained yeast or leaven were not permitted as part of the normal grain offering in the tabernacle. You find that in Leviticus 2, verse 11. But, of course, we see that our hearts have to be right before the Lord. So as we prepare our hearts for Passover, we read 1 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8. Your boasting is no good. Don't you know that a little leaven leavens the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old leaven so you may be a new batch just as you are unleavened. For Messiah, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. 
Therefore, let us celebrate the feast not only with old leaven, the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with unleavened bread, the matzah of sincerity and truth. Look, pride or refusing to repent defiles our souls and causes us to miss the blessings of God that come through a close walk with him. Sin breaks our relationship with God, as stated in Isaiah 59, 2. It says, rather, your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear you. Our hearts need to be cleansed of sin. This happens as we acknowledge our sins to God, repent, and receive Messiah Yeshua as our atonement, right? Look, let's look at some of the background of Passover. And, and well, you know, we might have to wait for some of this for next week. I'm, I'm already seeing the time is ticking away, as they say. So we will go over next week the ten plagues. And these ten plagues really um, were just amazing as it showed the Egyptians that the one true God was greater than all of their made-up gods that they found in uh, Egypt. You know, we find that um, Leviticus 17.11 says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I've given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your lives, for it's the blood that makes atonement for uh, of the life. And so we see here that blood is required to have your sins atoned for. And just like in Egypt, the 10th plague, blood saved the firstborn. And so blood saved the the people of Israel, the, um, the blood of the goat at Yom Kippur. And so don't you just love the threads of Scripture as it goes from the beginning to... Finally, Yeshua, the final blood atonement. You know, people say, aren't there any other options? Aren't there any other ways? No, there's only one way. It's through the blood. And Yeshua was that final blood atonement. Well, we're going to have to uh, wait till next week. So you better come back and get involved uh, with this teaching about Passover. It's it, it just should really show you the faithfulness of God. It's amazing. I'm asking you to remember April 23rd, next Sunday, we'll be meeting in St. Pete at the Holocaust Museum. Just Google Holocaust Museum in St. Pete. You'll get the address. Or call Karen at 813-831-5673. We're meeting at 430, beginning our March of Remembrance at 5 o'clock. Will you join us? And say to the St. Pete community, we are never going to forget. Love to have churches come in, in busloads. This is an important event. And the next weekend, April 30th, is equally important. We're celebrating Israel's Independence Day from 3 to 7 at Sharesh David Messianic Synagogue. Come visit us. We're going to be outside, inside. We're at 43 20 Bay to Bay Boulevard. That's April 30th from 3 to 7. We'll have Israeli food. 
Mm, boy, yum, yum. And we'll have, a, we'll have wonderful celebration of Israeli music and worship and dance. We'll be learning about Israel's history. We'll have videos. We'll have a class called Introduction to Hebrew. And it will be a great fair-like uh, atmosphere. you got to come, right? We have three offers. Remember the book? The the Counting the Omer and the Haggadah, if you're interested, call Karen at 813-831-5673. Well, have a wonderful, wonderful week, and may the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close with prayer. Abba, Father, Teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah. God of Israel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.